Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, and we tell stories about everything here on this show, from the arts to sports, and from business to history, and everything in between, including your stories. Send them to ouramericanstories.com. They're some of our favorites. And our next story is brought to you by the Coalition for Better Health at Lower Costs. And we're focusing here on healthy aging and something called Blue Zones, which we'll get into a bit later. But let's get into the story first. Dean and Aisha Sherzai were both children of diplomats, and their careers in medicine landed them in Afghanistan, where they met. But what brought them together was their shared experience of having grandparents succumb to dementia. Here are Dean and Aisha to introduce themselves. So I'm Dean Sherzai. I'm a neurologist, neuroscientist. My father was an ambassador. We moved around. 
and ended up in Pittsburgh, not a place that people usually think of going, but it's, it was a wonderful place for us. And then for schooling, for college, I went to um, uh, Virginia, uh, specifically George Mason and then Georgetown, and then I did my fellowship at the National Institutes of Health. And then around 2002, I was asked by the uh, Tommy Thompson and, uh, and the uh, World Bank to go to Afghanistan because my background, my grandparents were from Afghanistan and I uh, helped create the healthcare system there and that's where I met this amazing, amazing human being and that's the person next to me. My name is Aisha Sherzai. I'm a neurologist. I am the co-director of the Alzheimer's Prevention Program here at Loma Linda University Health along with my husband, Dean my childhood. So my parents and my grandparents are from Afghanistan and they, you know, they lived here in the United States. My grandfather was actually the prime minister of Afghanistan and he was one of the people who uh, rewrote the constitution of the country. He was a surgeon trained at Columbia University and got his master's in public health from Johns Hopkins. So after the Civil War, everybody immigrated to the United States and we traveled quite a bit because like Dean's parents, my father was also a diplomat and he was with food and agricultural organizations. So I lived in about nine countries before I was 18 years old. It was hard as a child, but I think it taught us a lot to adapt ourselves to any environment that we were thrown at. And uh, now I consider it a blessing because I met wonderful people and uh, we were exposed to all these cultures and um, when you live outside of the United States you truly appreciate all of the wonderful things that you have here in the United States. So as far as my education is concerned, you know, we went to different schools. Um, I'm a polyglot, I know, you know, multiple languages because of my exposure. Um, I always wanted to go into a field to be of service to people because that's what was you know, put in our minds by my grandfather and my father and my mother. And so I chose medicine because of my grandfather and um, I got trained at UCSD, UC San Diego. And most of my training, my neurology and preventive medicine training, I did a dual residency here at Loma Linda, so I'm a proud graduate. And then I went to Columbia University for two years to specialize in vascular neurology and epidemiology. And um, you know, throughout my education, along with Dean, um, our focus was to understand brain health better because my grandfather, as an amazing of a man, as an intelligent as he was, he suffered from dementia. And over over my teenage years and over my childhood, I saw this amazing man who was a role model for all of us. He was um, basically our hero. We saw how he slowly and gradually lost his memory to the point where he wasn't able to recognize his children and his grandchildren. And we saw him slowly and gradually become like a child. And we had to take care of him. My mom and dad had to take care of him. So that left a tremendous um, impact um, on me. And then we ha I had another grandparent who went through the same thing. So we went into this field, both of us, um, wanting to make a difference and understanding um, the diseases of the brain better, and um, here I am. Uh, we had the first conversation in Afghanistan in a party. It was about our grandparents, because my grandfather was an incredible human being, a secretary of education, brilliant man, who again, same thing, suffered from Alzheimer's. and. Uh, I remember that we were in Virginia, uh, we had land for, uh, for hunting um, back then and we gathered around him, all his children and grandchildren, this power full of a man. 
And one day while playing chess with him, he forgot how to move the knight. It's an unusual move, it's like an L move. He forgot how to move a knight? Are you, are you kidding? This this super genius? And uh, that just put everybody into a shock. And from then on, we saw the, this, this horrible decline, the loss of, of, in many ways, dignity. This person that, that was proud of nothing more than his cognition, his thinking, his brains, losing parts of that, not knowing how to you know, wear a shirt, not knowing how to, uh, you know, recognizing people and, and simple things. There's nothing more painful than that. So we were sitting in the middle of a cold room with everybody else talking about politics and the two of us are talking about our grandparents and how they suffered. And that conversation was much more than that conversation. That actually formed our direction. We decided we're going to come back and restart the whole uh, you know, uh, process with a focus towards prevention. Not the typical one, not the same pharmaceutical one. I, I was at the experimental therapeutics branch at NIH, incredibly esoteric and you know, molecular. And Aisha had done this uh, fMRI work at uh, UCSD an incredible machine that can actually look at the function of the brain, but we were getting sick of this, you know, uh, weird science that wasn't getting anything. A hundred percent failure. Zero drugs to slow down or stop the disease. So we took a risk. In fact, in our first conversation with the director of our program, Leon Thal, which is the number one dementia person in the country, we said we wanted to go to Loma Linda to study prevention, and he said, that's career suicide. And you've been listening to Dean and Aisha Shirzai, their love story, and then, well, committing career suicide by wanting to work on prevention. And prevention of what? Well, dementia, Alzheimer's, that debilitating name that stripped so much dignity from their own brilliant grandfathers. When we come back, more of Dean and Aisha's story here on Our American Stories Folks, if you love the great American stories we tell and love America like we do, we're asking you to become a part of the Our American Stories family. If you agree that America is a good and great country, please make a donation. A monthly gift of $17.76 is fast becoming a favorite option for supporters. Go to OurAmericanStories.com now and go to the donate button and help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. We're back with the story of Dean and Aisha Shirzai, brought to you by the Coalition for Better Health at Lower Costs. The Shirzais were interested in studying Alzheimer's prevention at Loma Linda University. Everyone thought it would be career suicide. This was their response. And uh, we decided that uh, that's a good way to die, career-wise. And we came here and uh, started the clinic and studied prevention and studied the disease. and. And 10 years ago, before the concept was ever popular, we said that Alzheimer's is preventable. It was as if you spit in the face of scientists and everybody was uh, up in arms saying, well, what are you saying, this is crazy. Well, this year at the Alzheimer's International Conference, the plenary talk, the big sign was prevention is the new cure. That was amazing. 
this amazing organ has the capacity to cure itself. This, this three pound organ, three pounds, you hold it in your hand, it doesn't even weigh anything. And it's gelatinous, it's like a little jello, a little hard jello. But this three pound organ, 2% of your body's weight, consumes 25% of body's energy. Up to 40% of its oxygen at any one time. It's a hungry organ. It is the center, it wants to be the center. It wants you to know it's the center. And it's overwhelmed. You know, it was supposed to live to 40, at the most 50. You know, you're supposed to run away from a tiger, find a mate, produce a child and die. Nope, we don't want that, we want more, we want more. Travel, we want to do all kinds of things, uh, well into our 80s and 90s and beyond, but, but that is, is a great thing, but, but it puts a lot of strain on this amazing organ. So this brain gets overwhelmed, and we have to address how to give it a chance. But there is, the answer is in the organ itself. It has 87 billion neurons. Each of those neurons can make as, you know, as many as 30,000 connections each. As much as one quadrillion connections altogether. It's a powerful organ that can protect itself if we give it a chance. You know, you know, don't go to the next pill, the blue jellyfish thing, or some vitamin, this or that. It's more complex than that, but if we approach it more complexly, we can give this organ the capacity to continue to grow, not just diminish after the age of 20, 30, but continue to grow well into our 80s and 90s. So that's our passion, that's our goal. Everything we do, every breath we take, sounds like that song by, uh, you know, everything we do, is about getting the message that the answer to the health of the most important organ in your body is in your hands. Not only protect your brain, brain against Alzheimer's, it can allow you to grow your brain capacity um, well into your later life. That's the beautiful message. I think we should start by saying, you know, a lot of people think of brain as, as an organ, but when you look at the function of the brain, it's us. It's our stories, it's our personality, it's the way we feel, it's the decisions we make, it's how we perceive the world, it's how, it's how we hope others perceive us, it's the kind of security that we want to bring in ourselves, in our minds, to connect with other individuals, to understand people better. All of that originates in the brain, so it really is the most important organ. How do you promote it, its health and protect it um, all depends on how we treat ourselves on a daily basis. Um, there was a time when the notion of disease was always separate from health, but we now know that it's a spectrum. The day we were born, the health of our brain is determined with what we're exposed to, whether it's food, whether it's you know stimulation with cognitive activity, things like sleep, movement, as we grow older and older, it's more and more important to give our brain the chance to allow it to grow and thrive. Unfortunately, in the typical medical system, I'm saying typical because being a part of Loma Linda University Health, I'm proud to say that we look at the entire spectrum of health, a whole person care. You realize that the factors that result um, in brain disease later on in life um, can be modified that it can be addressed during childhood, during adolescence, during midlife. And when you address those things, you tend to have a great brain. You live long and healthy and a cognitively vibrant life. 
So the kind of factors that we uh, focus on, obviously based on data, we take pride in being evidence-based and we are researchers, so we look into these factors, are things like, you know, we actually have created a, an acronym about it, NEURO, N-E-U-R-O. N is nutrition, E is exercise, U is unwind or stress management, R is restorative sleep, not just regular sleep, but deep sleep. And O is optimizing cognitive and social activities. And so each one of them have their nuances and you know, a special place in, in people's lives. If we can flip this, the, the script that all of us are used to, which is the one vitamin, the one pill, or take away one thing, you know, take away fats, or take away carbs, or take away, it doesn't work like that. It's a more comprehensive approach. So when we talk about the neuro, the end part, there is no question. I know that there's a lot of controversy that's paleo, keto, this, that, that. No. We know that the profound data, the, 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 the bulk of data, thousands of you know, research articles, years and decades of work at population level shows that a plant predominant diet is by far the most effective diet for the brain. What does that mean? That means less meat, especially processed meats, less cheeses and, and less sugar. I mean, we're talking processed sugar. So if we can reduce those things, we, we really significantly protect our brain. Um, and it's not all or none. Reducing a little bit protects you a little bit, but reducing it a lot protects a lot. And then on the other side, increasing this beautiful cornucopia of vegetables of all colors and fruits and legumes, you know, um, nuts, all these things, especially in the whole form, that's it. That, that's not that complex. People always say nutrition is very complex. That it's, you know, it's very complicated and that, you know, different types of nutrition pattern work for different people and that not a lot of people know about the idea of what a healthy nutrition entails. And that's not true. Um, and, you know, it's quite sad to hear things like the ketogenic diet or, you know, the diet that is restricted in an entire, you know, food group come up and, you know, take, take space and confuse people and just create a lot of noise. It's sad because you see the repercussions, you know, when people actually go on an extreme diet, like, or, or they completely cut out a food product, they actually suffer from it. They see, they see the negative impacts of it uh, as far as health is concerned. So uh, yeah, we've, we've known for a long time what a healthy diet is. And by making that switch slow, if it, that, that needs to be done slowly, that's fine. You will see that you won't be de feeling deprived. For example, one of the fears I had was salt. You know, if I give up salt, my gosh, my whole childhood was salt. You know, everything you ate had salt. I mean, the marketing, you know, gurus are brilliant. The, the, you know, the sugar, the salt, and the fat. There's a reason why we are addicted to those, because those are survival foods, meaning that they're not thriving foods, there's our survival foods. So just because you're surviving doesn't mean you're thriving. Those are two different concepts, two different mechanisms. So it's a matter of taste, right? So I get introduced to all these herbs and spices, a world of herbs and spices. It's, it's, and you have incredible taste, but more importantly, pound for pound, herbs and spices have more anti-inflammatory, antioxidant characteristic than any other food. So here you take a food that's probably the most damaging food out there, salt, blood pressure, everything you can think of and you switch it with herbs and spices and you make it into medicine. Initially, you're gonna feel 
we, we get this. I feel weak. I feel weird. Something is wrong. I'm, 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 this is not working. Well, why is that the case at the beginning? Because it's an addictive drug. So when you come off a drug, what happens? Withdrawal. But invariably, after a couple of months, every patient comes and says, oh my gosh, initially I had a hard time, but I am feeling so bright that I've never felt before like this. I feel like a fog has lifted. And it's simple, and it takes a little learning, but that's the food part. You've been listening to Dean and Aisha Shurzai. They had all the very best credentials, and they could have gone out into the world, and instead they went up to Loma Linda and committed career suicide, you would think, because they were working in the area of prevention rather than cures. The prevention is the cure. When we come back, more of this remarkable couple and these real innovators, Dean and Aisha Shurzai, here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. And we're back with the story of Dean and Aisha Shurzai, brought to us by the Coalition for Better Health at Lower Cost. And that, of course, is brought to us, as always, all things health, by the Stetson Family Office. The Shurzais told us about their acronym for better brain health, Neuro. We just heard about the N for nutrition, and here they are to explain the rest. The next part is exercise. I mean... Uh, have you noticed that there's no controversy about exercise? Yeah. Yeah, why is that the case? Well, we'll leave that. That's okay. <laughs> because there's no money to be made on the other side. But nonetheless, exercise is critical for the brain, for, all, for the entire body, but especially brain. We now know that there are three factors that are important. One is at least 150 minutes of strenuous exercise. Now, every time we, we talk to our patients, they say, oh, I'm fine, Dean, I'm fine, I don't need exercise. I walk the neighborhood, I do gardening. I said, that's fantastic, but that's meditation. That's not exercise. You gotta get tired. You have to get short of breath. Of course, with your doctor overseeing things, making sure you don't have a heart problem. But the second thing is, even if you work out half an hour a day, but then you sit eight hours in a row, it negates the benefit. So walk throughout the day. Create an environment in your house where you have to walk, you have to move, you have to stand, you have to stretch, you have to you know, do squats. Move throughout the day. Or get a little foot pedal exerciser. And, and the way we do it is that you can't watch TV unless you're moving that thing. And you know, that's, that's beautiful. That, that's that's uh, better than exercise. So move throughout the day. The third element is leg strength. This is a surprising one. You did the research on this. Uh, the research shows that people who have strong leg muscles actually have bigger brains. Um, the area of the brain hippocampus that is responsible for encoding memory actually grows when the muscles in the, in the body, especially in the legs, actually grow. And it makes sense because our legs have the largest muscles. So when we work them out, they actually create a whole lot of growth hormones for the brain called brain-derived neurotrophic factor. So if you have a lot of that you know, circulating in your body, it actually helps the brain much better. So bigger legs equals to bigger brains. I mean, it makes sense. The biggest pump in your body is not your heart, it's your legs. The way the blood gets back to the body is with the legs pumping, so stronger legs there. The second thing is the biggest metabolic surface in the body is the legs. So meaning that how it processes glucose and energy, the legs. So if you have bigger legs, stronger legs, the, the number one factor that gets elderly into the emergency room is falls. Guess what's the best thing for avoiding falls? Stronger legs. I mean, the list goes on and on. So start doing your little lunges, your little mini squats, start getting those legs strong. Um, we're expecting massive legs for America. Yeah, so that's the leg thing. We usually say that nutrition, 
stress management and sleep create the environment for brain to thrive, but exercise and mental activity actually grow the brain. Study after study after study shows that people who exercise have a bigger brain, the Harvard study. They, they looked at neuroimaging or MRIs of people who um, exercise and they found that, that people who exercise on a regular basis or are active actually have better looking brains. And when you look around the world where people live the longest and they have the highest number of centenarians, um, they actually live in areas where there are less roads and they have less cars and it's a hilly area and they walk a lot. So you take places like Ikaria in Greece and... Unless they roll down the hill. I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Unless they roll down the hill. <laughs> um, but it's walking. It's just, you know, being physically active. So the third thing is stress management. We, we say unwind. The, the you and uh, neuro, uh, but the reason we say that it's because it's about managing stress, unwinding stress, because it's not just about bad stress. We actually talk about good stress. Bad stress is the kind of stress that's not driven by your purpose, doesn't have a clear direction, doesn't have clear timelines. It just starts gnawing at you because you don't know where it's going, what it's doing, and after a while it actually starts eating at your brain. In fact, we know that people with chronic stress have smaller brains. And sometimes people just, you know, they, they can't really differentiate between stress and what happens in their day-to-day -day life. So people who are chronic worriers, when they worry about everything or every small little thing affects them negatively, that's actually stress. Mm -hmm. And if that continues day after day after day, that exactly is the thing that destroys the brain. It eats away at our brains. Now, good stress, let's focus on that. That's critical. Good stress is actually stress. In fact, the people that had the most protection with their brain, and the greatest protection conferred to their brain, were the people that were challenged throughout life. That challenge is, is stress. I mean, when somebody gets a higher degree, when somebody's running a company, when somebody's organizing something, when somebody's leading a project, when somebody's volunteering, these are not stress-free things. These are not tension-free things. But what's the difference? Those activities are driven by your purpose. They have a clear direction. They have clear timelines of success. That actually builds your brain. How could that be? Well, it's the interpretation in your brain. Your brain says, this is a good stress because I, it's mine, it has direction. That sends a different message to your pituitary, which is your master gland, which controls your thyroid, controls your growth hormone, control, controls your insulin, controls your immune system. So bad stress creates chaos. Your cortisol levels go up, your adrenaline goal levels go up. All these things are thrown off. And over time, actually not that much time, even shortly, it damages the body significantly. Now, good stress is different. It sends a different message. I like it, it's positive. It's one of stabilization. Cortisol level goes down, adrenaline goes down, and your body is actually allowed to heal. This is moment to moment. Now, look at that. I'm telling you that by addressing your stress, how do you address your stress? Most of us don't even identify our stress. In our house, if there's anything that we'll be sponsored by is a whiteboard company, because we have a whiteboard in every room. Our kids get up and they have to write clearly, specifically, clearly means specifically, what is the bad stress? Oh, I don't feel good, that's not specific. Uh, you know, in my classes, this part of the class is giving me trouble, that's specific. Good stress. When I'm doing, you know, when I'm reading, I like 
passages that are like such and such, and that's good stress. You identify those. What you do is you build around good stresses and you reduce the bad stresses. This is management. This is like business management, but it's management of the most important thing you have, your moods, your stresses. Because if you don't do that, forget about nutrition, that will never happen. You don't do that, you'll never find time for exercise. You don't do that, forget about sleep. What's the number one thing that affects sleep? Stress. If you don't do that, you will never optimize the brain. So manage stress by specifically identifying good and bad. That actually determines if your brain grows or shrinks. And you're listening to Dean and Aisha Shurzai, and they're talking about, well, the things that we can do to live better, to live healthier, to live longer. It's their discussion of the brain, their discussion of stress, good stress and bad stress. Well, it doesn't get much better than this. They're in a place called Loma Linda, California, which happens to be a blue zone. Pick up the book Blue Zones by Dan Butner and read all about these parts of the world where people live to be 100. And well, they live well and they live to be 100. And by the way, what are some of the covering the lifestyles of these blue zones? Moderate regular physical activity is number one. Life purpose is listed as two. Stress reduction, which we just heard about. Moderate caloric intake, plant-based diet, moderate alcohol intake, engagement in spiritual or religious exercise. It's not just your body. You have to exercise, but your soul. Engagement in family life and engagement in social and civic life. And all of these things together create this ecosystem that allows for just a richer, better, and, well, longer and healthier life. When we come back, more of Dean and Aisha Shurzai's story, the husband and wife doctors who risked their careers to prevent Alzheimer's. Their story continues here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it, your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. And we continue here on Our American Stories in the conclusion of Dean and Aisha Shirzai's story on better brain health. They've spent years researching how to combat Alzheimer's, going as far as saying it could be prevented even before the rest of the medical community thought so. They created their acronym NEURO, Nutrition, Exercise, Unwind, Rest, and Optimization. Here they are talking about the story behind the power of sleep. The next thing is sleep. Sleep is obvious, it's important. Eight hours of the night you're paralyzed. Why would you be paralyzed? That puts your body in significant compromise. Why wouldn't it be created that way? Well, it's because it's that important. Eight hours of sleep, sleep does two things. When we sleep, I think it's probably the most important time of the day for us. I feel like a hypocrite right now because we, we just traveled and I'm so jet lagged, but please forgive me, but <laughs> it's during sleep where our memories are created. All of the information that we get from our conversations and interactions, they land in our brain like as if you're scribbling on a sticky note. But when we sleep, that small you know, sticky note gets converted into a beautifully typed Word document that gets placed in a file and a folder in a cabinet so that when you need it the next day or the next month or the next year, you actually know the location and your brain has an easier time retrieving that. That's basically what happens when we're talking about encoding of memory. And when we go to the deepest stages of our sleep, that's exactly what happens. 
when people don't get good sleep, when they have interrupted sleep or when they have shorter amount of sleep, that process gets interrupted. And they've done studies where when people um, you know, have, for example, when students had an exam the next day and they were sleep deprived, their scores were lower. They actually had a difficult time organizing their thoughts. And on the contrary, when they got a good seven to eight hours of sleep where their sleep pattern or the architecture was such where they reached those deep stages, they did phenomenally. The second thing that happens when we sleep is the brain cleanses itself. Because the brain is such an amazingly active organ, imagine the amount of byproducts that are created. Like a building, you know, when it's, when it's active and people come and go, there's a lot of garbage produced. And so the same analogy of a building can be applied to what the brain goes through at night. You know, at night the building shuts off, uh, but there are janitors that come in and clean up the building for the next day. So we have these cells called microglia, and these are the janitor cells of our brain. So what they do is they get activated when we sleep and they go around and they gather all of these waste products and the byproducts and the toxins and it gets rid of them from the brain to the body. When we don't sleep, these janitor cells go nuts. They start not only getting rid of the toxins, but they actually eat away at the brain. So people who are sleep deprived or they're, you know, they, they have night shift works and their sleep architecture is completely damaged, they actually have smaller brains on scans. And bad sleep or sleep disorders is very prevalent in the community. A lot of us have sleep apnea, but we never find out about it because it's something that's not usually asked in the clinic. So when people have you know, sleep disorders like sleep apnea or restless leg syndrome, or they work long hours where they stay up all night and they don't get enough sleep, they actually tend to have higher risk for developing Alzheimer's disease. There was a study that came out from University of Florida a couple of years ago and they found that people who had sleep apnea, which is a condition where you stop breathing and your brain doesn't get enough oxygen and you keep on waking over and over again, sometimes more than 50, 60 times, they actually had a 70% higher risk of developing Alzheimer's disease compared to those who didn't have it. Um, it's all about finding out what the disorder is and using slow cognitive behavioral therapy and sleep hygiene to help improve sleep patterns. We don't mean that you should stop your sleep medication. We're not against medicine. We just are against medicine being used forever. I mean, there's a whole mentality in medicine now that once you put somebody on medicine, you, they're supposed to go on forever. That, that damages the brain. Long-term sleep medication has never been shown to be beneficial, in fact, the opposite. Because data shows that even a lot of the medicines, even though you're knocked out, but you're not getting the deep level sleep. So you think you've slept, but it, it, it actually has caused damage over time. So start working on sleep. The next thing is optimizing. And, and optimizing means that good stress. For us, optimizing is not playing Sudoku. I, I'm, I'm on a personal crusade against Sudoku. You're gonna make a lot of people upset. I know, I know. So, Sudoku is fine, I just hate it. <laughs> but it's, it's about, we did the largest study, uh, the meta-analysis that looked at what kind of behavior, what kind of games actually affect the brain the best. It's not a particular game, it's complexity, meaning activities that involves all of the brain. What, let's see, what is that? Is it a game on the computer where you follow a little dot? No. It's real life activities like learning a new musical instrument, learning a new language, learning a new dance, learning um, uh, you know, how to manage uh, something, learning a new, taking a new class. These are complex. They involve all parts of the brain. 
not one part. They're also usually driven by your purpose. You like it. So it's a different kind of interaction with your brain. So let's talk about music. Aisha is a phenomenal singer. If she knew how bad I was at music, I think this relationship would never have started. But I've played guitar for 30 years and I'm terrible. Uh, I mean, that's not even a joke. It's a terrible guitar player, but I like it. But look at guitar. So you're playing a guitar, you're reading the notes. That's the left side of the brain, that's being activated. And you're thinking about it and processing it, and that's your frontal lobe. You're visually processing it, it's your back of the brain, it's your occipital lobe. You're being creative, it's your right parietal lobe. You're emotionally involved, that's your limbic system. That's not Sudoku, that's your brain on fire. And that's the case in all these complex activities. If you're building something, if you're working on your car and you love it and you're involving multiple elements, if you're learning a new language, especially if you go to the country of that language and involve, you know, get, get involved, that's all of your brain. That's each of those neurons, of the 87 billion neurons, making 30,000 connections each. That's the level of protection that cannot be even be overcome by by pathology, like Alzheimer's. That's the, the kind of activities I want people to get involved, especially around the age of retirement. We say, don't retire. A friend of ours, Howard Rankin says, don't retire, rewire. Means if you're going to retire, get something else, get involved in something else that you love and work as hard, challenge yourself, because that actually keeps your brain connected. That's the beauty of, of, of getting your brain involved throughout life, because those millions of connections, it's incredibly important for people to hear this because we are being hit with the tsunami real fast. We're actually in the tsunami. Right now in the United States, there are 5.8 million people living with Alzheimer's disease, and every 64 seconds, one person is diagnosed. Two-thirds of them are women, and two-thirds of caregivers are women. So the incredible amount of stress that caregivers go through actually keep, puts them at a higher risk of developing multiple diseases, including Alzheimer's disease. And when you know that there is something that can be done to prevent this horrible disease, and you know our job is, and our joy is in the fact that we can disseminate this, this message of hope that people should be able to take care of their own health and take control of their brain health. By the way, it's the fastest growing epidemic in the West. It's number three in the United States, number one in Japan, number one in England, and it's gonna be number one in the US. Every family will experience it. And at this point, we have zero medication. The medications we have are symptomatic. They're not slowing the disease or stopping the disease. But guess what? We're saying that 90% of Alzheimer's can be prevented with a comprehensive approach where you don't have to pay anybody anything. That's, and, and it, it starts at a community level. We, we want the communities to combine, come together and work around creating environments where these things can, can take place. Because guess what? The most expensive disease in America is also Alzheimer's. The second costliest disease is heart disease at 120 billion. The third costliest disease is cancers. All cancers combined at 70 billion. Alzheimer's direct cost alone, 290 billion. Indirect cost, 240 billion. So that's like five times more than the second the, the leading disease and it's growing to the extent that by in the next 20 years it will be more than 1.2 trillion dollars it will destroy our economy by itself and we're saying we can stop it or at least for 90 percent we can stop and that starts with these kind of conversations this starts with the families joining together and changing making some changes 
and and we hope uh, and, and if, you know we're here if people need guidance if they want to talk to us uh, Loma Linda is a leader in this Loma Linda Health is a leader in all of this prevention in fact it was the first place that that invested in prevention and healthcare, and and everything's coming around back to Loma Linda and on the brain side the shares eyes here uh, we're here to help and you've been listening to the story of Dean and Aisha Shirzai, and what remarkable, beautiful people. And my goodness, I'm glad we were able to bring just a piece of their wisdom and knowledge and their life stories. And as always, our health stories are brought to us by the Coalition for Better Health at Lower Costs. And thanks to the Stetson Family Office for sponsoring the series. Dean and Aisha Shirzai's story, here on Our American Story. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.